Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. Yay. Um, so today we got just the two Allen brothers here, myself, Mike Allen, and my brother, Joe Allen. Uh, Joe, it's been a couple weeks since we've had, since you've been around. I mean, I think you just missed one episode, but you were out there uh, on the West Coast and having a little little time away. How was that? What's going on? Tell us about it. West, the West Coast is gorgeous. Uh, it was one of the mo- more beautiful trips I've ever been on. I went to the Olympic National Park. You know, just, at, you know, sort of outside of... Oh, you know Washington and like that peninsula area up there where it's sort of like beautiful country and uh, I had a great time we, we did a lot of hiking around and camping and visiting friends so it was a good time excellent did you go to Oregon no no I didn't go to Oregon I just uh, flew into Seattle and then we uh, stayed with some friends in Bremerton and I went to couple other spots uh Port you Townsend. were on the, you were on the coast though yeah on the coast you were kind of in the, those those little peninsulas that come off of the mm-hmm. edge of the the state there uh I've heard of Port Townsend or Port Angeles or any of those mm, I don't remember I've spent a little time up there I've spent more time Bremerton uh yeah I, so there's I, some I, places that are just that are actually in so when I go to Portland, sometimes we drive actually into Washington State. So you're like southern Washington State, just just above Oregon. So I don't know if that's the same area, but it looked very similar from the photos. It's that kind of vibe, misty mountains and, you know, interesting yeah, yeah. trees and pine and uh yeah i went green. to a rainforest yeah yeah rainforest yeah it was fucking and real it was really nice it was uh really wild old trees and you know beautiful it, you had not done the pacific northwest very much before i've been to seattle and i've been actually went to uh another part of of the state where we went to wine tasting in like the yakima valley but um mm-hmm. i hadn't been at the national park area so mm-hmm. no so i i saw all that for the first time and it was it was pretty awesome i recommend it to anyone who likes that very nice part very of the nice. country um i just finished a three-week stint in queens new york as i mentioned last episode i was there when i had recorded last episode i was only there for a couple of days but i spent the rest of the time just until a couple days ago working the u.s open tennis tournament and it was a very hard time out there in queens so i'm happy that's over uh i think you were in like my uh my wife's old stopping grounds there at east elmhurst i think i think it's like technically the same area but it's i'm like in the butthole of that area like I'm sure you where she's from. There's like subways and things around. The seven is around, I guess. Yeah, the seven is around. But I was like at the LaGuardia Marriott Airport Hotel, so it's uh-huh. real, real sad over there. Um, yeah, it's strange, not far. strange place. Yeah, you know, it's just like a thirty minute walk to a subway, um, which is kind of painful when you don't have that much free time. 
So if you want like to do anything, you have to make a real, real effort. And then as soon as you make that effort, you have to like leave to go back to work. So, uh, cause mm-hmm. I work nights. So it's pretty, pretty sucky, but, uh, you know, COVID is affecting my job in very annoying ways like that, but we're back now to a little more normalcy and we're going to get into these episodes. The first episode, which we were excited about was tenacious D in studio, um, which was fun. You think that's going to be a home run and it, I think it pretty much was, I mean, you can watch, I mean, Jack black in that world kind of being pretty straightforward. Just seems like Jack black is, uh, Jack Black just appears to be Jack Black. You know what I mean? He just is who he is. You know what I mean? He's not much. He's not. It seems like he's always putting on a show. But I think that's he just him. I think, I think that's just him. I think he's just. That, yeah, he's just on all the time. It, it appears. I could be wrong. But even watching some of Doug's like Instagram videos now that he's on the road with, with Tenacious D and just seeing them all hanging out. Uh, it looks like Jack Black just seems like a fun guy that he's like that. When he's on stage, off stage, he just looks like he's a, a bundle of fun. And Kyle appears like he's like he is in the sh- in the, you know I, I always just think of Tenacious D as the show um, from back in the day. I don't really. It's almost kind of strange that it turned into a whole real musical thing that they go on tour and you know play uh, amphitheaters and people go see them. It's it's kind of weird. I, I just don't. It never really. Fully yeah, sunk like in a, that it became an actual a band. Tap, a spinal yeah. tap kind of equivalent, maybe. I guess. Uh, I, it, I think from their, what their, it their music's like. a little more serious. A lot of my Italian friends, like the boys in Italy, love Tenacious D and like know all the songs and can sing them word for word. And they're popular. Yeah, well, it, 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 it does cross over, I guess. I didn't ever completely go there either, like as far as like listening to it, but I watched the HBO show back in the yeah, day. Of course. So, um, and I even liked the the movie that they don't necessarily hold up as like a great movie, but I like that movie, the Pick of Destiny movie. Yeah, 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 sure. Fun time, sure. Quick, uh, I've seen it like multiple times. I think it was funny. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, uh, I think Jack Black. Wherever you see him on like a, a TV spot or even just around, like he seems like he's that guy. But then again, like he's trying to sell. He's trying to sell Tenacious D tickets. So I mean, it that's the way he would be presenting himself, possibly, and that's sort of their mo. But I'd like to think that he is like that just all the time. Like, well, being... I think I think on I think what we what we saw on the show, which I thought was. Interesting. It was like kind of a little bit of a laid back version of him. I think when they came on the air, it was like, okay, he's like a guest. He's sitting there. He wasn't like singing and getting crazy right off the bat. He can also just like talk and, and, you know, just be a normal guy. But he has that ability to turn it on whenever he needs to. And uh, it's quite an amazing thing. Um, That's part of it is that it's it's a switch that he has that he can turn on and off. And it's a very, you know, powerful, hilarious tool that he has in his toolbox. So having him in the studio with the guys, uh, I thought was a good match. It was nice to hear about their history together. Obviously, Jack Black was in the first episode of Tom Goes to the Mayor. So he knows Tim from way back in the day. And it was 
interesting wasn't, to hear that little story about Tim. Wasn't me. he in the first episode of Mr. Show too? Like going way back? Like I don't know if he was in the first episode of Mr. Show, but they were they were he was in some Mr. Show episodes for sure. And Tenacious D used to like play off of Mr. Show. It would be like after Mr. Show you'd see that like short Tenacious D app, I think I remember. It was like in the same kind of block. But mm-hmm. um yeah, all that was good. I mean, strangely the the episode for me didn't have like any insanely memorable comedy bits. Um I listened to this for the most part cuz I was taking a jog. Like I thought the the game that they played the D game for instance mm-hmm. like it was fun, but it wasn't like very very funny and it went on for a while. Um, it was like a, it was the type of thing where you smiled, I think through a lot of it, you know what I mean? It was just, I think the episode in general was a lot of smiling for me, not a lot of like, oh my God, that part was so funny. Um, it was yeah, just a well, fun, it was just overall fun, positive yeah. energy show where no, belly, belly laughing going on. It wasn't, I, yeah, I there wasn't, I can't, there's nothing sticking out where it was like, holy shit, I need to write that down or I need to make a note or I need to text the boys. That was so funny. Uh, the perform like the musical performance was great. You know, I mean, like, as you could see there, it's very simple for them to just pick up a guitar. You know, Kyle picks up a guitar and, and Jack goes and, you know, he's very good at that. He's very good. And I think, um, you know, I was really excited to, to hear them talk about Doug and how they're bringing Doug on the road. And now watching Doug these past few days on Instagram showing uh his little journey on the tour with them it looks like it's a fucking hell of a good time um so i'm very happy for doug i think like the big news of this is the fact that he got that gig opening up for tenacious d and i want i wondered you know tim's kind of busted you know like they were tim made i was the sort joke. of wondering tim I, made the I joke of like oh going. tim made the joke of like oh they called so many people and they didn't want to do it and then you know and I don't, you know, there's, is there a little tiny bit of jealousy, not jealousy, but just like he's getting swept up into this, like Tim just got off to her and now Doug's going on to her and, um, probably was, like a little bit of a bigger kind of tour than Tim's. Um, so it's, it's good for all of I was kind of, of thinking something else though. I was kind of thinking that maybe they reached out to Tim to open up and Tim's like, fuck no, I'm, I'm doing my I'm own like tour. The show. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing my own thing. And why don't you take duck? You know, like if, uh, you know, that's how it happened. But I, I, I was speculating that, that I wonder, Tim would be, I, I think wouldn't for... take that gig. Cause he's not, he, he wants to be the show, the, the show, you know, I think that, I think that Jack knows Doug. It seemed like he knows, knows Doug enough and probably knows Doug's ability to open a show as we've seen a, men, a few times him open for Tim and Eric always equally as funny. You know what I mean? Always like a good part of the show. I always thought was DJ Doug pounds, like in the mix little set that he would do before Tim and Eric. It was always like the show has begun. Like when he comes out, the Tim and Eric show has begun. It's very funny and it just continues right into Tim and Eric. Arguably some of that stuff, you know, funnier than the, than the, you know, than the Tim and Eric stuff. I remember like those DJ Doug pound things. I was like, Oh, give me more of that. Like that's, you know, it was always like a short little 20 minute kind of thing he would do. And it was like, Oh man, I could listen to that bullshit all night. 
So I wonder yeah, if it's... Jack Black and I wonder if Tenacious D guys had ever seen that. They must have. I mean, they've clearly have seen him do his little show. I assume that his show, from what it looks like, is similar to that thing where he's DJing and stops the track yes. and does funny he things. Always remind me of like a, a Reggie Watts meets Dash, like like the little DJ sound sample things, like where they like play a track and then they play over that a little bit. That sort of like uh, making the the music on the stage. I wonder if he still does stuff like that, or I sort of remember. I'm that sure thing. he does. I'm but, sure that's still the bit. It must be. But I don't. I yeah. don't know. But I guess for Tenacious D, it probably seems like a very obvious—not obvious, but a very smart—just a little warm-up act. You know, I'm sure they're not making Doug play for an hour. I wonder how. I wonder how long his no. set is. But I'm, I'm guessing it's maybe a half hour tops, and it's a great little warm-up. And they talked about how they had problems with Neil Hamburger opening for them, and maybe it's tough. I mean, they talked about how opening for tenacious D is just a tough job. Cause you get those hungry D fans out there that are just like impatient and, you know, wanting that D and yeah, but he's a, he's a little easier than just like a stand up comedian. Yeah. 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 Because it's a DJ, it's kind of just like, because it's a DJ, it's kind of just like fun, you know, just like a fun thing to before the show. Like, it's just like more interesting than just house music in the in the venue. Like, oh, you get like a, a funny version of that. So, yeah, it looks like yeah. he's going up on stage with the guys and it looks like he's interacting with Tenacious D and they're really like, there's not like a separate hang or something. It's like Doug is fully in with the Tenacious D thing and that seems really fun. And uh, I wish yeah, there was I a way I, I could saw go to a show. a clip but... of him playing a balloon like on, yeah he was doing a, a balloon microphone. solo yeah a balloon screechy balloon like solo as they sh- they should because he's he's pretty good I, i'm imagining he's just you know ready for anything you know and uh maybe he gets some buzz off of this tour and can sure uh, yeah can maybe he's going uh, out yeah i think he doug's already got a nice buzz around the comedy scene but people maybe forget about him um but you know who knows maybe this spawns some sort of rejuvenation of a show for him or or something i don't know i could imagine other big you know people in the biz going out to see a tenacious d show because of you know just who who it is and and you know now new uh faces and people in the biz get to see someone like doug so I yeah. hope that happens. Um, so I'm trying to think if there was anything else really worth mentioning from that show. The uh, the, that. the um the, the Nick knock that happened, right? The are you talking about the city of the day? Yeah, yeah. Was that that episode with the Nick knock? Um, let's see. Let's take a look here. Um, Jack Black, Tenacious D. Um, let's see what the, uh, I don't remember what the city of the day was, but I can probably scroll and find it. Do-do-do, city of the day. Was it the Nick Cage, like, TikTok thing? Like, Nick Knock? Um, yeah, yes, it was. It was the Nick Knock. It was yes. Nick Knock. I'm pretty sure it was Nick Knock for, and I didn't see it because I was 
running. It's just like one picture, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's Nick Knock, but it's TikTok. So it's a TikTok app. Post to Nick. <laughs> Create and share with Nick Cage only. This was str- funny. I thought this was good. And um, sort of went on. Like I feel like the, the copy like went on and on with this one, which kept it going in a funny he way. He read it really well. He like got all those Nick uh-huh. Nick knock like you know uh, yeah uh, tongue twisters out, and he he read it just funny, and he he didn't like mess it up at all, which always is good for comedy. Of course, that, I think that was a moment that I laughed. Uh huh. And then uh, I guess we have to mention Vic started activity of the day, um, which we've known that he's been strongly. For some reason, um, you know, we've heard that he's like wanted to change City of the Day or get rid of it or do something. So they've given him his chance to do activity of the day, uh, which was rearranging his drawer. I think it's a good idea for like bringing uh, Zoomers into it and having them say something else besides... uh... You know, just hello. You know, it's a real, yeah. Questions. It's a real simple. Like, what are you doing? Anything interesting? Have an interesting hobby? Any interesting activity you've done recently? It's just a little bit of a conversation starter. I would say that's the 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 best the part genesis. about it. Um, it didn't really work. I don't think in either episode. It didn't really spawn too much very interesting stuff. The uh, the rearranging the socks and underwear drawers or you know or whatever moving that to the bottom you know it was a no that that was getting into office hours of the east territory for me and uh, <laughs> unfortunately i was yeah. like uh-oh sock talk don't do it don't do sock talk sock talk yeah joe joe don't like no sock talk but um yeah it was fine um and then he did another one a real bust <laughs> the next episode um so yeah nick knock solid solid entry i thought funny good read um and a good uh jingle um so always now always, yeah, always a jingle which is good and it, you know it's very good and okay so then we have let's just move to the next episode we had Alyssa limparis um I wasn't familiar with her, but I did like check out a little of her. Like I kind of watched the trailer of her Peacock special, I think, before, and mm. I don't know if it's if I'm gonna love that thing. Um, it seems a, it just seemed to be for me a little hard to watch, a little cringy or something. Like maybe I don't want to hear. It's probably like a little too you know it's about her father dying and like making kind of a comedy special about it's like a little maybe heavy for me that i don't it's just like maybe i don't know maybe it's good if i was forced to watch it maybe i would really enjoy it but it's like the kind of thing where you hear about it and you're like do i want to watch that um and for me it was kind of like a no i don't really want to turn that on and watch that like from the trailer if it was like if I was at like a comedy festival or something and it like screened or something and I was like there and watched it, I would imagine it's she's talented and funny and it's interesting. Like if it if it's made that far and if it's in Tim's kind of world, I'm sure it's good. 
it just seemed not for me. I don't know if you watched anything from her or know her at all. I don't know her. I did know her, and I, um, I didn't know her before this episode in any way. And I, I understand what you're saying here. And I would say, because of this episode with featuring her, I probably won't seek it out either. Not necessarily, you know, the two things being connected that much, but like, I don't know. I didn't love her performance on this episode. Uh, but now I'm going to be the mean guy. So saying that <laughs> is, is like a mean territory. I don't want to be mean. Like I just, no, no, I don't know her, her. She was doing some weird voice and like, she was jumping in there and, and bringing like lots of, you know, she was on every, on everybody's word and like just filling in lots of things to say, but she was doing this weird voice and I was just like, Ugh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. I'm not, she was doing not the, laughing the, at this. She was doing the Long Island accent thing. It seems like her whole, yeah, yeah. her whole, one of her whole, uh, okay. So they, they played the video that, that like they did the thing where they're going to get advice from her mom. Um, and, uh, you know, I get the comedy there. I get it. It's just not. It's just not super f hilarious to me. It's very much like a kind of a viral video from sort of a just a. I don't know. Just a. It's just like a TikTok video that you could see any person in the world making. You know what I mean? That's like making fun of their mom. It's like mm -hmm. I, I don't know. If you're watching I TikTok like or any voice. of these. I didn't like that Long Island accent thing, and I feel like she just was on it too <laughs> yeah, long. I mean, that, that's the whole purpose of it. Is, it me out. Yeah, that's kind of the, yeah, sure. That's, I think that's the whole thing is that annoying voice is, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, I didn't think it was super memorable or super great or anything. I thought she was a nice, nice person and um, was totally fine to be sitting there. I wasn't, uh, I think her story is strange. Um, you know, it seems like she kind of was just like found because she made like a viral video. And then the thing she did, which is, you know, I'm happy for her. Like she went through like a tragic thing and her father passed away suddenly and she made it into a performance piece. And um, it's nice. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing like fuck that person or anything. It's just, no, wasn't no, like great, that. you know, it just wasn't like, oh my God, I love this person so much. It just was very like, okay, yeah, cool. Good for her. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't know. Um, it was fine. It was fine. And her, her on the show. It was fine. Right. I, was I don't fine. want to come off too strongly that I didn't no, like it, but it I, wasn't like it trash. Just, it wasn't like total no, no. shit or anything. It just wasn't no, it was like just amazing. A bit much. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a consistent voice she was doing throughout the show at, at different times and it was like you know i was i was in it for a little while but then i was just like all right you know where she showed her true colors which i liked about her she was compassionate to that guy who called in who got burned by her his best friend in la and was like homeless and had to move back home to michigan and she was going to be giving advice in her like mom's voice i think was the idea of that bit it never really happened instead we had that long caller call in that told that kind of sad story about how her his, her, his girlfriend went to some concert and made out with her his boy, you know, her, her best friend, and it spun him into a tailspin, and he was back in Michigan, and she 
I thought everybody on the show, Tim and everybody, was very nice to that guy and very and she gave actually real advice and was very compassionate and kind. And it was like, okay, yeah, she's good. She's good shit. Um, maybe yeah. not that funny. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but but maybe just well, like a good person, you know. And she's well spoken. I, and... I was listening to this episode, and I got to where I had, I had to look at the time and see how much time I had left, and it was it said forty minutes left, and I was like, oh man, I might have to like take a break and come back to this. And I had that moment because I was like getting annoyed with it and then I only took like a 10 minute break and then I came right back and I was like no that was fine I was being too harsh and I was just like in a place for myself but uh-huh. um, you know it's never uh, a great thing to have to shut something off like midway because you're like it getting it's like annoying you or making you you know well I was telling I was telling even, even when I was at the live show I looked at my watch and said how much more of this is there to go I'm like <laughs> I'm like literally there live and I was like do I oh my god we have another like 40 minutes of this office hours live like I think I was good after an hour and 20 um but yeah so the other notable guest here was this guy Frederick Brennan um who was a call-in who's a oh you know <laughs> All right, we'll do Phil Braun after this. But Frederick Brennan was this guy who invented, uh, what, 8chan or 4chan or one of the chans? 8chan. 8chan, 8chan. which turned into a, a big alt-right kind of racist dirtbag weirdo website where people post their plans to do school shootings and, you know, just like fucking fucked up the, the dark place of yeah, the world. It's... The butthole it's of the, the place internet. where they planned, you know, the the capital, uh, you know, storming the capital. That's sort of like, yeah, yeah, the people the claim to fame there. Like yeah, um, and, I thought yeah. that that, yeah, I thought that this guy was interesting. I think Tim was right. He was a fascinating kind of guy to hear some of that stuff. Um, was was interesting and strange. It seems like Tim probably went down like a Twitter rabbit hole and got himself caught up with this guy. And he said he watched the documentary on 8chan and I haven't seen any of that stuff, but I'm also just not, I don't know. I'm just trying to stay away from this kind of stuff in my life. And, you know, I know that it's out there and I think it always is, is kind of titillates Tim a little bit. These, these all right loonies and he likes to find like out he, what's going there. on. I like, I like that he brought him on and they talked and it's like not he's not afraid to talk to somebody like, like that and uh or who comes from that place and it sounds like this guy wasn't completely aware of like the danger involved of like making a this sort of platform yeah he's an interest he's a very interesting guy it's an interesting story um and i don't i don't know um yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. It wasn't. Uh, I don't have a lot to really say about it. I mean, it was just he's a cool guy. I mean, I don't know, maybe not a cool. He's an interesting fellow, um, and it seems at this point he's on the right side of things. And um, you know, it seems like he knew he knew some weird stuff. Like it's interesting to think about a guy like that that's like so tech savvy that they know. You know, they kind of learn things and they're kind of like on the inside of stuff somehow because of this stuff. You know, they just they understand no algorithms. secrets. 
yeah, algorithms and stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. I was like, God, give me some of that algorithmic love. My shit is getting bagged out there. So, um, yeah, it was cool. Uh, a total like different kind of a departure from the rest of the episode. It was just like kind of a not again not a lot of laughs, but just a, an interesting, good good guess. We haven't had somebody like that in a little while, so I'm glad that they're tracking down these types of people. And uh, yeah, I liked it. Agree. Um, and then uh, we we do have to talk about um, the city of the day, the the gum. Yes, flavor. We do. The um, the flavoring gum. I thought that was a big hit. You liked it, like a top item. The fl- oh yeah, that that's that's a good one. Okay, I thought it was very uh, disgusting. Syringes that you put. Yeah, the, the the imagery yeah, is very but it's good. So cleverly disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very disgusting. It's clever, um, good good jingle. The scraper on the side, like when I saw the picture of it, I knew exactly what that was for, mm-hmm. and like I it was like I knew they were gonna get there, and it was it was funny. Um, some of the best imagery with the holster, and the thing that opened with the syringes, uh, just like well done. Whoever put that all together. I was that was like one of the first ones in a while where I thought about it and I was like, man, that's pretty good. Whoever did all that, nice work. Um, yeah, so agree, A plus. I love A it. plus from I Joe. Was, I thought it was so like okay. smart and good and like I could actually not not ever use that product, obviously, but like I could see somebody trying to like do some crazy bullshit like that say like here's some flavor things and you can know stimulate some old gum because <laughs> you know disgusting. when you're chewing gum, you know when you're chewing gum for a little while and it's just out of flavor really quick sometimes you're just like man i just put this piece of gum in my mouth and now 10 minutes later it's shit it's just garbage in my mouth i'm chewing garbage you want you wish there was a way to re-stimulate that thing so you didn't have to just throw it out but you know that's probably where it came from. Is it's the the long lasting equation of gum is like it never lasts very long, even if they claim it's the long lasting gum. Mm-hmm. One step further, scrape that gum off the pavement and yeah, the the, the the used the, all the, the the thing like it honestly isn't that far fetched of an idea to have like a little crunchy. You know, like these cigarettes, these little balls that you like. I have this contraption anyway. There's like flavor little balls that you can pop, and they like give flavor to stuff. So I, I could see a world where they sold little flavor pops, and like I honestly could see that. Like a gum company. I mean, obviously, gum companies would go out. You know, like if they were, if you just had to buy little flavor balls, and you didn't have to. Right, and you just buy. You just buy the gum and it's plain, you know. You put that in your mouth, plain gum, and then you pop a ball in there, and now you I have think a new that, flavor. I think this you went down. I think they, are, they either talked about this on Office Hours before or on Poundcast about the flavorless gum and using putting flavors in. Maybe it was when they had that flavorless Turkish gum a couple weeks, some months ago. Yeah, maybe that's it. But um, yeah, anyway, the, the idea the, of taking taking flavors and combining them to make your own flavors. Cause there is a lot of shitty gum that I feel like Tim was on like a, he did like a little TikTok or something of him eating some tropical gum that was terrible. And he was like, you know, thumbs down. There's a lot mm. of shitty gum flavors. 
you know so i think they're the the gum is in the the ether there and they they just talk about you know yeah yeah but like it's it's what takes it to such a disgusting place is the gum just being found around the public and all the places you see gum and scraping it and under the desk and all this it's just such a vile it just makes it so vile suddenly where but without that if it's just a gum flavor thing it's not that gross it's kind of like huh I can actually see that existing. Uh, so that was good. What was it called? Do you remember the name? Uh, no, I can't remember the name, but mm. it, it was something that, that was like marble mouthed where Tim had to do a big read. Oh, no, it was, uh, was Mike all... Scum's Gum Reflavorant. Yeah. Mike Scum. twist read. Mike Scum's Gum Reflavorant. Do we know who Mike Scum is? Is that somebody? Uh, probably is, and, you know. It's Mike Scum, viral video person that I'm supposed to know. I don't think it is. I think it's just a, a made-up name. Mike Scum. I see nothing when I Google Mike Scum. Maybe it is a made-up name, so he can do a big read about somebody named Mike Scum. You know, like you could use that name and then write off for that. Mm-hmm. Mike. They just part, found like you know? a really disgusting picture. <laughs> like this guy is a horrible-looking man. Uh, it's terrible, terrible. Um, Okay, so Joe gives an A+, plus, which means it's going to have to go on the offie list, I guess. Uh, no, it doesn't have to. You, you'd have to, like, concur, and then it would get on. You know, like, Tucci could give it an F, and then it gets canceled out. Vic Berger's activity of the day was a new way to tie his shoes, which mm-hmm. I didn't... I'd have to watch a couple more times because I didn't understand, but I do have some shoes with longer laces. Um... He's really hung up on the feet area, huh? Two weeks in a row, we got activities with feet. Yeah. It, what sucks is that he fucks it up when he does the, the tying. So when I'm watching it back, I can't, like, I can't follow along. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't really do that good of a job. Um, yeah, well, he should have brought some prep work. Like, you know, Doug makes a whole song and dance with his setup, mm-hmm. and then he they're live not having a prepped video of the, the tying going on you know that's lazy uh they did an emerson lake and palmer thing joking emerson joking, lake joking. and palmer uh yeah yeah they were uh tim loves to tease these old time bands that you know are getting back together and, and going on tour that's what it was right yeah they emerson. were really laughing about it quite a bit and i i'm not sure if I thought it was as funny to me, I, I don't know why. It just wasn't. They, they were really cracking themselves up over that. But uh, so you can, Phil, you can make fun of Emerson Lake and Palmer about stuff, but I like them. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I don't like. I like Emerson Lake and Palmer too. So I, I, you know, it just was like a. I don't know. They were really getting a kick out of it. It wasn't cracking me up at all. Phil Braun, okay. Okay, Phil Braun. Um, this we haven't seen Phil in a while, and we hadn't seen Phil do like a full-on bit like this in a while, like a pre-planned whole thing. Um, I'll say, I like it. I like it, Phil. Uh, so strange. Phil Braun Avenue. We named a street after him, and the whole purpose of the bit was that the street had potholes and. Uh, you know, it just ended up to be the worst street in Atlanta or, or whatever. Um, 
It's just bizarre. You know what I mean? Just a bizarre bit. Um, I, you know, I think the best part about it is obviously him tuning into the radio and having the, you know, recording the, that whole little thing with the tuning sounds and, uh, you know, it was just a well put together, stupid, stupid thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I liked the part where like he had the radio DJ come on and and say next up our block of Van Halen this yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. So or Thursday you messed up and it, it was messed up and because uh, the show was, like, was on Wednesday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, three for Thursday. You know, from <laughs> yeah. Led Zeppelin. Um, so like that screw up was really funny. That was the yeah. funny part of it. I don't know if that was intended or, uh, like if Phil could even think that far out of the box with comedy, but that part made me laugh. So, yeah, well, I thought all, all of the, all of the radio DJ parts were funny and they all had that button at the end of them of the guy saying next up, you know, like he would say Phil Braun Avenue, you know, it's just very, very dumb, um, and funny and simple and stupid. And they went back to it three times. You know, Phil got a lot of airtime with that. Um, so there was something going on with the light changing. You know, Doug called it out. It was just, it just always looks so strange. It's like, is he green screened? It's when you look back at what he looks like, it's, it just has a vibe. Phil just has a vibe. And, you know, I like, you get I like all that sorts they- of different types of Phil, which is nice. Yeah, I like that they uh, they can use it as like we're in the middle of something, but hey, if we have to get away from that because we have to go check in with Phil. Like, it's a good like break break out of us another thing to go to Phil, you know. And I think that it's a useful thing to have, you know, to cut away to get back to some more nonsense. You know, that's what that's what I like about that for sure is the nonsensical. You know, that's important. We got to get to that right now. Yeah. A-chan idiot. You had enough of the A-chan guy. I don't know. I don't necessarily need to talk to an A-chan guy forever. I know it's it's fun to understand him or know the, the backstory a little bit, but honestly, you know, it, it wasn't a great idea to start A-chan and have that whole thing happen. I mean, 4chan was bad enough. Let's make 8chan. And, you know, I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm just, I'm just not too um, great. Like, you know, Joe Rogan gives platforms to to a lot of idiots, and I don't know if Office Hours needs to go there, like delving into some of the real ugly places, but... Well, I think Tim's trying to do the opposite here where he's, you realize this guy just made this website. He's just like a tech guy and wasn't intended for it to turn out the way it turned out. Um, It's just like basically a message board kind of a website that some people got a hold of and turned it into a shit show. And then it kind of affected his life forever. And he's been, you know, hunted by the FBI and all this strange stuff. And, yeah, there, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting, but there's like this sort of like, well, after the fact, yes, it it, it was bad because it, it 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 turned out bad. But in the time, like some sometimes these guys should know the power that they're wielding, and 
consider that before they just are go and just do it, you know? Well, I think it was years back and I don't think they realized that it would just turn into such a slop, you know, nasty place. Um, yeah. But I, who knows? I mean, maybe everybody's the, the tech, the, um, this whole tech world that we live in now, I just feel like it's out of control, out of hand and it, it's unstoppable. And, uh, you know, so people are in it for themselves and they want to make money and they don't care who gets hurt. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think that's basically, uh, that's pretty much, yeah, I can buy into that. Um, it's a shame, but, uh. Yeah, I guess I can see your point giving this guy, but a lot of people liked this, um, liked having this Frederick guy. I can see in the comments, um, but, you know, I don't know. Like maybe these people are just coming from the, from the troll world as well. It is, people do, like... I understand why he had him. I'm just, I don't love it. Have more people wrote, that are, Frederick are looks positive ex- people. Frederick looks, Frederick looks exactly how I expected the creator of 8chan to look. Um, I, I don't know what that's how how you would know what somebody looks like based. No, I I think they're that's bizarre. Um, somebody else said Fred was a lovely guest, one of the best non-comedians that's been on the show. We got to pump these views up. Um, yeah. So this one has nine thousand views. Um, on YouTube, they talked about the numbers on there, and let's see, the Tenacious D episode has twenty thousand views. So it's still pretty low numbers, you know. They, I think they are. I think Tim is potentially getting squashed, um, maybe because of what he talks about, and who knows. But uh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. maybe it's maybe they need to go that direction and and spice it up a bit. I don't know. I what do I know? I'm just sure. you know somebody who loves office hours for mm-hmm. the funny content that makes me laugh and I'm not overly needing yeah, every I'm trying single to see. fight to pick, you know, get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of these episodes I'm seeing have, you know, between 10 and 20,000 views. It looks like. So I, I think for, for them, it was a really big deal to get tenacious D on there. And, you know, to hang out with them the whole episode and sing lots of songs, you know, that was a very exciting show. And that is positive and that, you know, I hope they get more shows like that to we so we can have uh, I, like I scoped out what next the, the next episode is. And I'm ex- actually pretty excited for that show. That seems like a good one. Who is it? It's um, Noveler is like the musical I don't know that person. She's like, she plays in a, she plays in Iggy Pop's band, I think, but she's really good, uh, like solo musician. Okay. That's makes like ambient stuff and guitar stuff. And okay. It's good. And then, um, there's a guy, there's an artist named Skinner. Oh yeah. We know Skinner. And he, he, he does, uh, like the graphic, comic book art stuff and i think yeah, he's, he's been be on a bunch for a of second. times and then yeah yeah and then um that uh comedian guy 
that's been on like a bunch of episodes. I I can't remember his name, but I, Tucci would be perfect. He would know that guy. So he's been on <laughs> sitting in. He he's dressed up as uh, somebody John, last time. I can't remember. John. He dressed something? up as like a um a munchkin or a leprechaun the last time he was on. Uh huh. And so that's the show, but like that's gonna be fun. I feel like and uh, so. Okay. By the time people hear this, maybe the episode will have happened. So, it probably will have. Um, I think the person you're talking about is Jay Weingarten. That's his name. I'm terrible with names, but you know, I remember them. I remembered what he did. He yes. Funny. Skinner, Noveler, and Jay Weingarten. Um, okay. So, I wonder who will be in the studio and what the situation will be. It looks like it's a Douglas episode. Join the dynamic duo. So it looks like no Doug, maybe a Doug Collin. I think a Noveler will be there and uh, Jane Weigarden will be there. And the other guy is just going to zoom in. That's my my guess. Okay. Joe's got a guess. That's my Maybe prediction. Jay will be sitting in Doug's chair. That would be fun. Yeah. I think that could be the case. Could be the case. Um, all right. Well... Joe, did you have any? Joe, listen to last week's episode of our show, um, where I didn't really get a chance to talk to you about my experience seeing Tim live and meeting Tim and that whole thing. And I, I kind of revealed quite a bit. I realized after a very, very personal kind of moment that, um, whatever. I, that's what this show is about. I think that's what somebody would want to hear if they heard that you met the guy that this whole show is about. So I don't have any like. I don't have any regrets about anything that I said or or uh, anything that I shared or overshared or whatever. I don't really care. I feel like Tim does that himself on their show where he, he talks about strange meetings and personal interactions with celebrities and people all the time and, and shares this stuff because it's interesting. So I'm kind of doing the same thing. But I, I wondered your thoughts about uh, listening back and hearing my experience with that. If you had any questions or you had any comments. Well, as a listener of the show which i do do after we listen or after we uh, record i do listen to ourselves and i want to hear how it goes and especially ones that i miss out on so i was really brought into the uh, i feel like i was right there with you like that would be awkward to meet tim and no i like i've been in situations where you're like meeting maybe somebody from a band or somebody that you're just like excited to see and then you get there and you, you're just like, shit, what do I say? Like, it's awkward. It's always going to be awkward. And so, yeah, I I could feel the, the uncomfortable right there with you, like, mm -hmm. as you're planning things and how, how it was. And, like, what question do you ask, like, and you want to come off a certain way? And it sounded like you, like, that was a, a good question. Like, but nobody's interested. Like, they're just, they're on tour. They're probably thinking, like, get me out of here, like, you know, and for Vic, maybe first tour for him, everything's exciting. So, like, of course, he's going to be super happy to see you and, and friendly. And that's he's just like that guy. Tim, he's like a veteran. He's got to just think about his instrument and mm -hmm. get that room as soon as possible. And just like probably if he had met you in under other circumstances, like maybe he would talk to you like you, you are an equal or, you know, just not treat you like a fan overly you know it 
Um, but yeah, it was, I think you said everything in appropriate way about the experience of going to that show and you were fully honest. So it, it makes me feel like I was there too. Like, um, I can just picture how that goes down and I would be like, um, like I, I wouldn't be that nervous to meet Tim per se, because he, no offense, he's not one of my all time heroes, but like, I, I love him and I think he's so good. And so it would be a little nerve wracking because meeting anybody on that sort of a stratosphere, especially if you have a podcast about them and you talk about them this much, you know, so there's like, yeah, this, it's, it's very hyper surreal. I mean, it, like as much, he, he, I mean, he is the top of the tops for, uh, you know, guys that since I've been, I don't know, in my, you know, late teens, early twenties have been following and been like, if anybody has to ask me who my, who I think some of my favorite comedians or some of the best stuff that's ever come out and some things that have shaped my life comedically, you know, I can't, I would be lying if I didn't say it was Tim and Tim out of the Tim and Eric of the, of it all. I was always team Tim and you know, just, he was my guy still is my guy, but so it is, it was a very, uh, intense, um, yeah, important I, I, little moment. It doesn't matter <clears throat> now that I'm older and I don't really care about that much, that stuff as much. And I've met plenty of famous people in my life and been in these scenarios. And it's not like I'm just a complete fanboy idiot. You know, I do happen to do this podcast. And one of the reasons to do this podcast, as we've said before, is just in the hopes to maybe mingle with these guys a little bit because I, I'm making things, we're all making things and, um, you know, any kind of <clears throat> collaboration or friendships or anything that, have, that can come through this, make it worthwhile. And it's, uh, it's just fun, but <clears throat> yeah. I but think it's every... also like a, it's a celebration <clears throat> too. So it's a celebration, but uh, I think, I think I that maybe that we're, is... yeah, we're maybe different. We're not like obsessive fanboys. You know what I mean? It's, I don't think it's, we do this podcast, yeah. but does that make us the obsessive fanboys? I don't know. I feel like there's people on the internet, on Twitter, and all around that are <laughs> that are you know maybe thinking and eating and sleeping and breathing Tim and the the universes that he creates much more than me. I haven't even watched uh, the deck of cards yet. You know, I'm behind, and I just you know. I maybe kind of grew out of some of this stuff a little bit, but I still enjoy uh, yeah. podcasts and I like, I like that as a reason for us to, to talk about stuff. So I don't know what, like uh, just think about this. Vic was a fan, you know, and of so Vic was Vic's making, like younger than me and you. So yeah, he was making interesting things and he got on the radar of Tim and Tim, you know, scooped him up because he saw talent there and mm -hmm. it's, you know, this is maybe the kind of interaction that, or is more natural to like become like in the inner circle, you know, like where you make a thing and then they feel like they, well, look, I sat, I sat next to, I sat next to Kay Loggins and the intern will. And we talked about like, you know, Chris Robison is a guy I've been in contact with. There's all these people, yeah. even fucking Eric Natornicola who started off working on, on cinema. Now he's right. EPing fucking the Nathan Fielder's new show on HBO. It's like, you know, just being in this world is, is worth sniffing around in. And I think that's sure. creative people making contacts. Tucci, 
is a guy that reached out to us. He's not here right now, but I'm, I'm very happy that we've made friends with him and I've collaborated with him on stuff. And it's just a good community to be a part of, whether it's, whether you're doing anything or not. So. Absolutely. I agree. And for me, if I met one of my heroes, like if I met David Lynch, for instance, that would be a nerve wracking experience. So I'm right there with so you. We should start a David Lynch podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's sure there's he's 8 like, million David Lynch. That, like I'd be scared to meet and like be worried about, but at the same time, like I couldn't wait to meet. I wouldn't be able to wait to like, pick, you know, talk to him or say whatever I could or get one question, you know, like mm-hmm. that's so that's who, you know, if I were there with you, Mike, I probably would say nothing and, you know, not want to be known as the mean guy or whatever. The <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I'm too honest at times about things and I, I get myself, I put my foot in my mouth and I say dumb things, but I honestly really like the whole office hour show and I'm, no, it was listen. It was, it was a joke. It was something for. I'm pretty sure Vic said it or some some somebody back there said it. Maybe even Doug said it. But it was, it was a way. If if that if there's if if we're at all in Tim's brain ever, he must know that there is some criticism from us sometimes, and maybe there's one of us that's more critical, and one of us that's less critical. So I think it was just very easy to since I was back there not to be like. Hey, this is the guy that does the recap podcast. He's not the mean one, you know. He's the nice one, mm-hmm. you know. I corrected him. I said I'm the neutral one. I said there's a there's a scale. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a time and a place where we pick our spots to be mean and, and you nice. know, sure. you know, and uh, maybe I do it more than the rest of you guys. I definitely do it more than Tucci because he's. I think he's your not, patience. He's not doing it at all. I think your patience is a little bit. I think you listen to a lot of podcasts and you are maybe taking in a lot of content similar to this, which maybe makes you judge it a little bit more because um, you have more to compare it to. I don't watch anything or listen to any other podcasts or do anything else like this. So, well, this is a, this is a podcast of this, of one of a kind. Like there's not that many podcasts I listen to in this sort of way where it's structured as a live show that, mm-hmm. you know, is happening in real time with all this interactive but like comedy like bang show, bang and qualities. shit like that are kind of similar, I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, I listen to that occasionally, but it you know, I used to listen to it a lot more, but I feel like I've turned into more like hardcore office hours person listening to every episode, you know, mm-hmm. every week and yeah. I don't hardly do that with any other podcast. So, you know, props to them for you know, making me come back to it and uh it's always a joy. It's always yeah. a joy. Um, well, on that note, if there's anybody in the community that wants to reach out, uh, and collaborate on anything, I'm a filmmaker and I make a little music these days. Joe's an artist, visual artist. He's a painter and has all sorts of skills. He does sculptures and metal workings and, uh, Tucci's a graphic designer and, uh, also very good with lettering and uh, colors and you know whatever digital kind of graphic design shit so we're we're a few creative guys here so and we we love to meet new people and collaborate on things so if anybody wants to reach out not about office hours but about your own things feel free you can uh, see Joe's work on his 
website and on his Instagram is josephallenart.com or josephallenart on Instagram. Like tucci.com for Tucci's graphic design. He just totally bailed on us. He has a kid now, but that's okay. So we're going to forgive him. And um, yeah, so mikeTucci.com. He has a child. He's a little busy now. And you can see all of my stuff. I don't know. You can go to my Instagram, Michael, Michael, Michael Carlo Allen is my name on this. Michael Carlo, C-A-R-L-O Allen. All of one word on Instagram, and there you should find all of the. I you know talk about a lot of the stuff I'm up to there, including a documentary travel show about Sicily and uh, a kind of jokey workout thing and. Uh, record label thing and there's, there's a lot more stuff coming soon um and uh, we have a movie playing a film festival next week if you're in close to new york city we're in the sugarloaf film festival my my film called sound of the island is playing there alongside louis ck's new movie so they're playing at the same festival next week uh, so if you're in the New York area, it's a little bit outside of town, but uh, check that out, Sugarloaf Film Festival. I've heard That's of about that. it. What? I've heard of that. Really? No. Yeah. Sugarloaf. Ever... I feel like I've seen a poster or something. Okay. I've never heard of it, but we're in it. We're a finalist, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I think I'm going to try to go to the screening next Thursday, the 22nd of September. Tomorrow there's another episode of Office Hours Live, and we'll be reviewing that. Soon, maybe next one to two week. weeks. One to yeah. two weeks, we'll see the availability. Like I said, I'm back around a little bit more, so maybe we can squeeze these in, maybe do them a little more often. Sorry for the delays. We'll see you next time. Peace and love from We Like Having Fun. Take care. Take care.